Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Thoughtful Talent Show. I'm Jen Werner from Jen Werner Coaching. And I'm Chad Ahern from Talent Teams Consulting. Now, if you've tuned in to our belief episode, you've already met Gina. She is our guest today. Um, if not, I want it to be my honor um, to have her back and get you acquainted. Gina Brennan is the owner and principal coach of Coach My Strengths. And Gina and I became fast friends um, in strengths when uh, we began working and learning together in 2020 when I moved to Florida. Um, this was actually working together in person during COVID. Um, <laughs> Gina is an E2Grow and Gallup certified coach based out of Orlando. Um, she has had a career in focused on helping individuals and companies be more successful and profitable. Um, even though that we know there are many ways that this can be done, Gina does it through people. So her focus is on people development, coaching, training, and developing people to reach their full potential in their role. So our shared belief brought us closer and formed a friendship I know will be lifelong. Gina, welcome back, my friend. Thank you. It's so great to see you both. Thank you. It's such an honor to be invited back yeah. for a second episode. And Thank I'm you. so excited to talk about my favorite strengths which yes. is positivity. <laughs> that's what we're, so. And that's our plan today. So we've invited Gina back to talk to us about that talent, talent, of, talent theme of positivity. So yeah. before we get started, Gina, which number is best for you? Where does it fall in your top five? This is number five. Fantastic. Well, yes. it's 17 for me. Chad, where does this fall for you? I am number 27. So okay. I'm going to be doing it. Uh, I think I've mentioned this on a few other episodes. I'm going to be doing a lot of learning today. So my learner is clicked in today, um, but I may not be as uh, contributing quite as much um, from a, a positivity lens. Uh, just it's not a, a top thing that I have uh, particularly high. So, But you'll be asking great questions, I know. So oh, yes. And I plan on it. <laughs> so to start us off, can you share the um, Gallup's dis short description of positivity? Yes. So people exceptionally talented in the positivity theme have contagious enthusiasm. They are upbeat and can get others excited about what they are doing oh, um, or what they're going to do, I should say. Uh, and I can already tell just in the way that uh, Gina was tying just before we just got on. Um, she's all set, ready to go with all sorts of energy and, and enthusiasm. So I I'm loving this already. Yeah. Um, so thank you. I'm going to just add my um, thanks for coming back and joining us again um, before Jen starts, starts off with our, our first question. So thank you very much for coming back. It's a pleasure. Thank yeah. you. And I love that, that description. Um, they are upbeat and get others excited about what they're going to do. This is Gina. Oh my goodness. So her enthusiasm is thank definitely... You definitely contagious. So um, Gina, this is a great time, place for you to tell us how we, this theme shows up for you personally. So we want to like get some examples of how you see it play out in your life. Um, sure. You know, maybe not so much like the good, the, the good, bad and ugly or any of that stuff right now, but, but really more about how it's personally like some of those behaviors and things that others may have noticed in you too. Sure. And thank you for that great compliment. That's very nice. Um, and, and Chad, thank you for the introduction and for reading the definition. Um, it resonates with me and it always has. It's one of the reasons why I love strength so much. And I was exposed to strength many years ago, but before that I worked for a consulting company where we had done many assessments. And um, 
I want to share this because some assessments kind of put you into a box. Like there's one where you're four of possible 16 combinations. And, and I just remember being in my office thinking like, wow, that doesn't really make me feel special or great. And then when, when Clifton Strengths came out and I realized um, that there's a tool out there, I think everyone's awesome, by the way, and I think everybody has potential. So everyone, I believe, has potential. So when a tool comes out that tells you why you're awesome and gives us like science and data to prove to you that you're awesome, I just think that that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. And so for as long as I can remember, um, I heard Simon recently say that people with high positivity have the ability to celebrate. And it's more than parties. And, and I love a birthday party and I celebrate my kids' birthdays like nobody's business. My husband <laughs> will tell you that. But it's more about like, when you really get to the root of what positivity is, it's celebrating what is versus dwelling on what's been lost or what isn't. Mm. It's That's... really the root of it. It's not a, it's not a mood. It's not happy. But I think it's really important to distinguish the two. Positivity has the ability to get people focused on what is and, and celebrate the good or see the bright side of things. Um, I also, like, I saw it when I owned the Little Gym franchise. It was a non-competitive gym, and, you know, we could probably argue uh, for hours about whether everybody should get a medal or not. But these kids were, like, <laughs> four months old to, you know, 10-year-olds. And it was a non-competitive environment where every kid got a high five for trying, for trying their best. Mm. And now not every person would be drawn to own a little gym, but I think I was really drawn to that because I wanted every kid that tried to feel awesome about themselves. Yeah. Not everyone's meant to be an Olympic gymnast, but they should still feel great because they did an awesome cartwheel. And yeah. so I loved that about that part of my business. So that's the way that it showed up for me. I loved strength because it helped me help other people see why they have potential and why they're so awesome. Um, so those are some examples of how it shows up in my life. Uh, personally, you know, um, I think positivity has the ability to see the bright side, even in the greatest darkness. So during COVID, I know that there were people staying up all night watching TV and watching data and watching statistics. And it wasn't that I didn't feel because I have high empathy, the pain of what the world was going through. But I saw so much bright side to what was happening during the pandemic. I saw that I had the opportunity to meet coaches globally that I would have never met before if it weren't for mm -hmm. Zoom. Yeah. Um, my kids were 17 and 16 at the time. I had the opportunity to have them home for a month. Like selfishly, that was so awesome <laughs> because I got to have family time with my kids and um, you know, play board games and do things that we would never have done if it weren't for this crazy situation in the world. I yeah. saw families get together and cherish that time that they had. Like when I saw a family that I hadn't seen in months, it was like every second mattered, you know? Mm -hmm. So so very personally, like even in the dark time, I feel like I've naturally always had the ability to um, see the bright, see the light in something. Oh, it's so great. I, I can I can just tell the energy coming out of those answers like just the idea of revisiting those times yeah I can sense is almost re-bringing up the positivity and the, the possibility mm -hmm. yeah um I didn't know where I was going to drop this question in but since you've talked a little bit about sort of the the darker side or you know people that can maybe focus on the negative a little bit 
I one of the questions I had asked because I have three of these themes that tend to maybe not be quite so positive. So I have deliberative, which is about assessing risk. Um, I have analytical, which can often see things in black and white. So it's either yes or no, um, and it's either not going well or it's going great. Um, and then I also have <laughs> harmony, which tends to dissipate or uh, yeah, dissipate sort of emotional energy. And I'm sensing a great deal of wonderful emotional energy from you. I'm curious if you could talk just for a second about what happens when your beautiful positivity runs across or has to interact with people like myself that might be, hey, these seven things are going to go wrong if we don't talk about it, you know, deliberative yeah. talking or, hey, the data doesn't support your optimistic point of view or yeah. I don't really care about your emotional energy and contagiousness about this the practical reality is X. I'm yeah. just wondering, like when you encounter people like me or, <laughs> or even working with me, yeah. um, what does that feel like? Or, or how does that show up? Well, I think it depends on what other themes that any of us have yeah. that contribute to how it shows up. So it's a really, really good question. Um, and, and it's, makes me think that it's important also for people to know that just because you don't have positivity highs, like if you look at your full 34, and those of you who are experts at this know probably that this is real and true, but if you have positivity in your 20s or in your 30s, it doesn't mean you're a negative person. No. Having positivity low is not negative. It's not an right. opposite. And it's not a, it's not an emotion. It's really yeah. not. It's a, it's a, it's a mindset. It's, um, yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, because it's a talent, it's a way that I naturally think, feel and behave. Right. I mean, that's, that's the core of what that is. So how do I encounter it? I think, um, depending on your themes will determine how, how long you stay with something like harmony. You want to find consensus and a win-win. Um, my empathy stays a little bit longer with people who are in a downturn and because I want to help and I want to, you know, I have four blue themes in my top 10. I wake up in the morning caring about people. I want to help people. I, I want to make a difference in people's lives. So, you know, I'll stay a little while to help because of my empathy, but then I kind of move on. Like I, I shed the positivity. I try to show the light and then I keep going because it's not really an influencing theme. It's about, it's about helping somebody else see the bright side, but it, it doesn't always make a shift and that's okay because it's how I see it. Okay. What it does for me though, is that I never even consider like failure as a possibility. And I, mean, I don't even, I take so many risks and I find new things and I do stuff and I've never thought in my life, well, maybe I shouldn't do that because I might fail. And, and that, that is part because of my positivity and it's not unrealistic. It's just that I know I'll pivot even if I do fail. So I don't even consider the word failure because I'll just keep going. I'll learn from it and I'll move a different direction and everything's going to be fine, you know? So sure, I understand um, facts and data really matter and they're, they're a contributor to how I make decisions, but I'm going to probably do it anyway. And I'm going to learn as I go and everything's going to be fine because it is. Even if it isn't, it is because yeah. I'm going to make it fine. Um, and, and some people see that if they don't get close to it, they see it as very Pollyanna. And I've heard that expression mm -hmm. a lot. Um, and 
I have to, I know I have to be careful of that. I know I have to make sure people know that they're heard and that I did consider the risk and I did think about the potential downside and I do hear your problems. Okay. But, um, but I want to help you see the bright side and I want to help you see the light when you only see darkness. Okay. And I think that's the ability of, of positivity. And you probably hear developer in there too, because I'm like, yeah. we'll learn as we go, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I can appreciate those answers. And I, I thank you very much for, for helping us think that through because mm -hmm. um, it was a, I think your point about positivity, you know, having it low is not necessarily negativity. It's just a, yeah. a talent theme you don't access all that often. Um, and so what I also appreciate about your answer was the fact that you at least recognize or respect, you know, say if you and I were in a room with me being heavily deliberative and risk-taking, we'll point people to listen to our deliberative episode about all the risk yeah. assessing that talent theme can do. Um, but I think that that's really interesting to hear sort of the, I take it, I consider it, but then I'm probably going to have to keep moving on anyway. Whereas those of us with probably high deliberative are going to like, well, let's put a pause on that. We're going to stick mm -hmm. that in a drawer for 20 minutes or two hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you, and, and sometimes it's for a really long time. I have a daughter with deliberative and very high. And um, I think that we complement each other where I can help her jump when she yeah. won't. And nice. I can help her see that there is a bright side when there isn't. Um, you asked how it shows up in life, but an example that just came to my mind was that we were driving to Tampa and, you know, Tampa's about an hour and a half from our house. And there was a little bit of traffic in the beginning, but as we got closer, I looked down and I said, God, look, Christina, there's like 40 miles to go. We're almost there. And, and she looked at me and was like, mom, 40 miles is not almost there. <laughs> so... This is the different difference in perspective, right? I mean, my perspective was we're almost there. It's only 40 miles away. Her perspective is that's that's like an eternity in the car, you know, with my mother. Um, but, but that's the difference, you know, in, in our perspective. It doesn't mean she's negative. It's just she doesn't see it that way. She doesn't yeah. see the, her mind doesn't automatically go. Um, you know, if you said, oh, I got into a car accident, my first response is I'm you know, thank God you're okay, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not like, oh, I'm so sorry, what happened? Well, you know, it's just the first thing is, I'm so glad you're okay to tell me this, you know? And then then whatever it is, my mind just automatically shifts to the positive, you know? I, those are great examples of, of how you're able to do that because that's something that I, I think, you know, I don't have it high either. Um, I wouldn't say it's like terribly low, but, um, just listening to the conversation about deliberative and some of this risk taking and what we do and how we see things. And when I say we, I'm calling, counting Chad, speaking for Chad here too, how we see things is immediately from that place of risk versus seeing the bright side. So I love the idea of partnering, especially with someone who's who's got some of these other talents that are rooted really deeply in facts and data and and maybe can't see the way forward that posit knowing that someone who has positivity high is it's just natural for them to see that positive way forward or that mm -hmm. that silver lining. So I think that was a wonderful way to to explain that to us. Thank you very much for sharing that. Yeah. So 
I don't really, hate, I love, I hate to go to the negative sides of things, but we're going to go there. Um, so <laughs> because we know all themes um, have a good side and kind of a dark side, we, we can overuse or maybe underuse uh, our talents from time to time. What would you say are some ways that you believe that positivity may have caused some like maybe rubs or some negative impacts on your life? I think it's impossible for positivity to do anything negative. No, I'm just kidding. Um, totally kidding. Like, I, that's the first Love thing that. I wrote under both of your questions about negativity is like, there isn't any. There's I mean, none. Um, no, no, no. It, there absolutely is. A, there's a raw and mature to every theme, as we know. And there's, there's a blind spot that I, I know I have to look out for. Um, first of all, when people don't understand it, it can drive others crazy that have it. So there are times that my daughter will say, mom, I don't need your positivity right now, right? Because she just wants to be in her sure. situation and really think through it. So, so if I, I have to be really aware of the people around me that I want them to know that I hear them and, I, and I'll sit with them in their pain for a minute and acknowledge their pain. And, and I think sometimes with positivity, we go right to the bright side so much. They're like, I'm sorry, you... Um, cracked your head open in a car accident, but but I'm so glad you're okay, right? And that could come across like, I don't feel it. Now with the empathy, I do because I have that, but, but depending on the theme, I know I have to be conscious to sit with people in the moment and mm -hmm. feel the pain before I share the bright side. And I oh, also want people good. to know that I'm hearing them and that, I, that me, me trying to show you the light doesn't mean I dismiss your sadness. I'm not dismissing your problem. I know it's real, but I want to show you the light and give you hope that there's a brighter tomorrow. I mean, that's, that's I think, what we have to be aware of when we have positivity, that, that people that don't have it might feel very dismissed by our bright side. Okay. Gina, on that point, would you, uh, would you almost tie it to a lot of the recent writings around sort of the, the, um, Toxic, uh, toxic positivity. Uh, I'm trying to remember exactly how it's. Yeah, it's it's sort of this bring it. Those two words do not compute. No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's this whole idea, uh, from what I've picked up, and I I wrote down very quickly from um, Wikipedia this description because I'd I'd heard it and I was wondering if it was going to come up in this conversation of that about sort of. It's an emotional management approach that doesn't fully acknowledge negative emotions, particularly anger, mm -hmm. anger and sadness. And then therefore it has the effect of minimizing other people's abilityness or willingness to discuss and disclose other feelings they, they might be having about a situation or a relationship, right. uh, a team dynamic. Um, yeah. And so that's, I was starting to hear you kind of nibble at the edges of that when you're saying that if you gloss right over it and and solely focus on the positivity oh look you're alive but oh you've got a concussion sort of ignoring the concussion and be like oh you're alive kind of dismisses the rest of that conversation is that yeah. kind of what you're talking about and i'm not saying your dark side is toxic positivity no but that's what it sounded like you're kind of nibbling at the edges of I haven't read the book, so I can't tell you, I, I, I can't even speak to it with a very um, well-informed opinion. But what I can tell you is for me personally, I've learned I have to look out for it and take time to pause and, and, and acknowledge the cut on your head 
and then tell you how thankful I am that you're okay. And, okay. you know, um, I just, I just have an eternal hope that there's always a brighter tomorrow and there's always um, something that we can do. And listen, deliberative makes great decisions. They make great decisions and they're usually never wrong because they've thought through everything, right? Mm -hmm. So if my activator combined with my positivity makes me jump, right, and take risks, I don't even think about the possibility of failure because, and it's not because I never fail. I'm, I, I make mistakes all the time. It's just that I look at it like opportunities to learn and to pivot and I'm not afraid of it. Um, so, but that's just me personally. So I can't speak to the toxic positivity. I, I've worked with a lot of leaders who have positivity in their top and, and they know they have to be self-aware of pausing enough to feel the pain and really hear what other people are saying. Um, even with my own kids, I've, I've learned I've had to do that. Like if there's a real issue, um, I have to make sure I'm really listening and hearing and slowing down enough to stay with them in that moment before showing them the bright side. Nice. Um, thank you for bringing that up, Chad. That that's a that's a great. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of a buzzword for for what what we're seeing, but it, but I'm seeing some parallels to that too. Um, yeah. But then also understanding that Gina's coming from this place of really wanting to to stop and sit with with the moment before, like she sees the bright side already, <laughs> yeah. but wants to wants to really dive in um, yeah. dive into like seeing what's what's going on and then like bringing them back to yeah but everything's okay or everything's going to be okay. Yeah. So I, I love hearing that positivity you and you Gina and and your immediate response was um, there isn't one uh, to the <laughs> negative sides. It's so good. Yeah. So I, let's I, let's yeah. Can I ahead. just can I just throw something else into this? I just want to point out because other listeners, uh, our listeners to some of the other episodes will recognize that power of the pause that Gina's mm -hmm. talking about. And I just want to highlight that because I think it's, it came up in a very action oriented. Um, I think we're actually talking about activator mm -hmm. and having a moment of pause before doing something. Mm -hmm. There's a real sort of power to that. And I think Gina, you're highlighting here again, the power of that pause of, hey, I can see the bright side, I can see the sun coming up over the horizon, but I'm gonna pause with where I am at before moving forward with somebody or my own actions. Uh, and there's a power to that. So I just, mm -hmm. I wanted to quick highlight that before we move over to the, um, I think Jen wanted to take us to the positive mm -hmm. side, which I'm sure is where Gina wants to be too. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and there's one other negative potential, oh, sure. I think, um, which is, you know, it's because it's a relationship building theme and not influencing, I'm sure you've met somebody um, and I, and there's been a few people in my life who are like this, that every time you say, how are you? Right away, it goes to the wah, wah, right? They want to tell you like 20 things that are wrong and how awful things are. And like, you know, um, I have found that that does not draw me. And, and in fact, after time, after time, after time of talking to somebody like that, I usually end up kind of just moving on from people who are, who have that because um, I'm drawn to, it's not that I'm, I'm not drawn to negativity or, or positivity. It's just that um, I, I think it can, it can hurt in that if I don't realize that this is a, the way of thinking, um, it, it helps, it makes me move on from relationships sometimes, that's all. Uh, I'm so glad that you have not moved on from me. 
I will say uh, from time <laughs> well, I don't to find time. You that way. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank God, because from time to time, I, as you said it, I was feeling like little pangs of, oh, that might be me. Wah, wah. Um, yeah, what's what's not perfect? What's not happening in the speed I want it to happen versus yeah. like how much I'm getting done or or anything else. So, um, I, I'm definitely you've you've coached me that I need to be respectful of that. Your positivity doesn't want to hear my negative stuff first. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I think, again, I that's it. the superpower and why strength yeah. is so natural for somebody with positivity is that our mind goes right to, well, what's right about what you did this week? And yeah. um, yes, we didn't hit our goals, but what did we do well that we can learn from and repeat? That's easy and natural for somebody who has that. Yeah, so good. Nice. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk positive sides. So, let, tell us some, some ways that this theme is, you feel this theme has really benefited your life and your work. Hmm. Okay. Um, I don't get discouraged very easily. Nice. And I, and I, and I'm willing to take risks and I'm willing to try new careers and new things. Um, for sure, positivity is the reason why I very conscientiously chose to be a Gallup certified strength coach, mm -hmm. because this tool to me is my opportunity to tell people how awesome they are and to provide hope for companies that they can have a brighter tomorrow because of their, um, employee engagement and, and their employees understanding their superpowers. And like, to me, that's all positivity. That's all showing what's right with people. And so I think it's really helped my career. It's helped me with, with my success as a coach. Um, it helps me just, uh, I don't know, I, that's the best way for me to describe it. I think because I've already shared with you, like, my experience yeah. with the little gym and even when I was a frontline coach in the car rental industry, like my positivity provided hope for people that there's a brighter tomorrow and that um, they can do this. And my belief in them combined with that positivity is like, it's okay to try it. Let's take a risk and try something new and you're going to learn, you're going to grow and you're going to benefit your life from it. Like, I think I'm pretty good at telling the benefits of things. And so whether that was the little gym, whether that was in the consulting company I used to work for, or my future clients is, you know, I, I paint a picture of a brighter tomorrow. I love it. Love it. Yeah. That's great. I love it. Um, Gina, we've already started to touch on this a little bit. We've talked a little bit about your belief. You talked a little bit about your developer, uh, even your empathy. Uh, I'm curious about. <laughs> they don't really work alone, do they? No. Like, no yeah. And that's, and that's exactly where we're going next because yeah. so one of the questions that um, Jen and I have wanted to start uh, in, uh, incorporating into uh, to some of our podcasts going forward is this idea of uh, our talents are never operating in silo, right? They're they're always engaging with each other in our actions, in the way we think. So I'm just wondering, this is sort of a two-part question. I'll give you the the, the positive side first, because I know okay. you, you like that. Um, what are some of the themes that do add to your success of the positivity which one do you find yourself maybe coupling positivity with more frequently than others um and maybe if there's one that you've already mentioned that you want to take you know a, another uh level deeper uh would be interested to hear what you have to say about that okay <laughs> look at already a smile she's already thinking like mm -hmm. these is <laughs> these are great combos hey, what it's I'm such a great question it really is and um it, it wasn't on the sheet, so I'm, I'm, I didn't get a chance to really think through this okay. first, but, 
but naturally, I think developer, because it's one of my strongest, it's number one, I just see potential in everyone. I don't think anybody, um, you know, even even when I work with clients and they have frontline employees and they're like, oh, I don't know that you're going to really be able to make a difference to that person. I'm just always like, what? I see potential in that person. Everybody can learn. Everybody can grow. Nobody wants to suck at their job. Nobody wants to be disengaged. And, you know, I have this boat picture with a cartoon. Nobody wants to be the guy on the back of the boat that looks like this, but hates his life. People want to be engaged intrinsically. And I just, between developers seeing opportunity and, and really believing that every single human has potential and my positivity, I think those two combine and just see that so, so naturally. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, belief plays in there because it does. And, um, and, and also significance, wanting to make a difference in people's lives and wanting to leave a legacy that's positive. Um, I think those all go together. And I mentioned before, empathy allows me to stay long enough to, to feel what they're going through. Yeah. And I do deeply feel it. And then shift to, let me tell you the bright side I see, or nice. let me tell you why there's no risk, you know? Yeah. So but they all go together. Activator two, it's my number six, and it sometimes run o- runs over one through five, but <laughs> activator, activator and positivity combined allows me to jump in head first and say, okay, even if I hit a rock, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll swim away. You know, I'll learn from it and I'll never do that again. So. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Deliberative probably says, wait, don't jump because there might be a rock. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. If there's a rock, we'll, you know, we'll be okay. Oh, yeah. Well, well, or, or we'll, it will feel pain and then we'll keep going and we'll never do that again. I mean, we'll learn from it and we'll be better next time. Nice. So, so yeah, it's just how I can't help think. I, yeah. I, I can't help I but think it. this way because that's just who I am. So I, I'm going to ask the next question. I'm not sure this, just given what you've already shared and beautifully so, this question may or may not have a place, but I wanted to put it out there because you did talk about sort of managing your positivity, mm-hmm. that power of the pause. We've talked in some of our other episodes about themes that can get off rails. And then often it's another theme that helps us rein it back in. So mm-hmm. for example, uh, you know, intellection can think for a really long time and ponder or, or input can dig really deep and keep going and going. But maybe somebody that has responsibility, you know, they're looking at deadlines, so it helps them bring that uh, that input back. I'm wondering if there's a um, an analogy or a, a similar situation with positivity. Is there one that maybe keeps your positivity from going completely Pollyanna all the time? Um, and in which case, which one is it? Um, mm-hmm. Or if it's a couple of them, which ones yeah. uh, help you? make sure that you're not looking at all, you know, rainbows and stars and unicorns all the time. That's funny. Cause that's not one of the images I thought of when you were asked about the image. Um, okay. <laughs> a really good question. So my first thinking theme is learner. So I think when I've learned about the potential blind spot and I've heard from my own family members, the things that have gotten in my way with it, when they've had an issue and I haven't given it enough time, I've learned from it. And I've, I've felt that pain. And I've said, you know, from now on, I'm going to make sure I take time to do this. And so my belief makes me control it. Um, I also think that my restorative 
sometimes my restorative is also like wanting to make things whole, but I also see brokenness very um, easily. So I think restorative and positivity are sometimes in conflict with each other because then I, then I think, well, wait, why am I seeing problems? How do I see problems when I'm so used to seeing the bright side of things? And I think that's restorative. Restorative um, sometimes makes me point out what's broken and I see what's broken very quickly. Mm -hmm. I love that. Really good. Yeah, the 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 seeing the I think you said the brokenness, but then also translating that right also into potential, which mm-hmm. I, I, I've my analytical keep, keeps picking up that word. That I don't know how many times yeah. you said it, but my analytical is like, yep, that's the fourteenth time she said uh, that is in a good way. Um, that that potential um, is there, and I think I hear a little bit of your developer coming in there, but the positivity that we can reach that potential is really nice. So that's a really interesting combo that I hadn't thought of before. Yeah. Restorative and positivity kind of working in tandem. Mm-hmm. So, um, good. yeah, thank you. Great <laughs> yeah. So to dig a little deeper with this like question about these like dynamics and things that we've, we've witnessed either in ourselves um, or in others who might have positivity in, in your experience with your clients, Gina, um, are there any unique ways that you've seen the positivity talent come out differently than your own? And Chad, mm-hmm. I'll ask you the same. Yep. Um, that is a great question. Let me, let me give that some thought. Um, when I think about the clients that I've worked with that have high positivity, what, what we've always tried to channel them in is to how did they provide hope for a brighter tomorrow, right? When we think of the four mm-hmm. needs of followers. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because as you teach leaders the four needs of followers, innately some of them are really good at certain things depending on their talents. They can mm-hmm. easily provide those things. But I think leaders with positivity easily provide hope. It's just yeah. innate. They can't help but provide hope. Um, out of the four, you know, it, and yet I've also seen that when something is, is broken, when they don't achieve something, when we don't hit our goal for Friday and they have their team meetings, they are really comfortable in the space of, well, what did we do well? And let's really mm. look there and see what we can duplicate. And we still have to look at the mistake and we have to still look at what went wrong, but the way we're going to fix it is through our strengths. And I think leaders that really embrace, um, I think leaders who have positivity have an easier way of embracing that framework of a discussion and seeing what's right as not just to be Pollyanna and let's tell everybody how great they are. It's let's let's pull apart what's right so we can magnify it and duplicate it and repeat it so that we have continuous, um, you know, greatness and and, and repeat those behaviors that we want to see more of. And so I just think, that the people who have it maybe lower have a harder time doing it. They make it a habit mm-hmm. and they do it, but the ones who have it high, it's just automatic for them. Yeah. Sure. Chad, do yeah. you have any experiences with any of your past clients or, or others that you know that have positivity? Yeah. So I, it's actually interesting. I was reflecting all the way back to one of my very first um, coaching clients almost five, six years ago now, but I'll, I'll never forget it because when we were doing a, a Clip the Strengths debrief session. It was his number one. And it was actually one of those talents that was um, 
so close to him, he couldn't actually see it. Um, and so I only bring that up. It's, it's not so much a unique uh, demonstration of it or anything drastically different than what Gina is pointing out, but I want to use this opportunity to maybe use this as, as an example of why it's sometimes helpful to work with a coach or to have a, a, a debrief session, because this was essentially his sort of bridge of nose moment. It's that theme that was sitting, you know, right here, you can't see this spot yourself, but if you have somebody to reflect off of, you know, a, a, a human mirror uh, to a certain extent. Um, it took that experience for him to realize that he was providing this enthusiasm and, you know, um, the contagious enthusiasm and getting people excited. And, you know, like Gina has, has highlighted, this is a very um, keeping things uh, a little bit more of the potential and where's the opportunity and what is going right um, I think he had a natural ability to do that. It's just he hadn't really processed that or really thought about it. And um, it was so intense, but so right in front of him, he couldn't see it until somebody else pointed it out. And um, that was just a really unique uh, experience for me as a coach to, to have that conversation, but also to see the light bulb go on for him of, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, you're right. I am doing this. And this is where it's coming from. But I didn't have the language or I didn't have the awareness around it. So um, that's the only real distinct uh, experience I've had with positivity. I've had a few other people have in their top five, but all of them kind of fall into the general mold that, that Gina has painted for us. So. Yeah, I think I've, I found um, some coupling of strengths um, of in those that I've coached that have positivity. Um, quite a few of them also have developer high. So I, I think it's interesting to see the two of those work together um, because I almost feel like in the people that I know who have both positivity and developer, like Gina, I can't peel them apart from one another. I can't tell which is the positivity and which is the developer in her, you know, to say like, oh, that's your positivity talking or, oh, that's your developer, um, I hear, uh, because they do seem so very intertwined. And, and that's been very similar in others that I've coached as well with, with, that, with that coupling of themes as they say. Interesting. Yeah. Awesome. So since we're talking about images and, you know, Jen's trying to peel apart Velcro here, um, <laughs> I, I, I want to move and ask, um, particularly Gina, if there are any particular images that come to mind, um, you know, as people either are maybe starting their strengths journey or just are trying to associate, you know, what does this theme kind of mean? You know, we're, a lot of us are visual <laughs> learners or visual yeah. people. Um, are, are there particular images, whether it's a, a household object or something in pop culture or a, a scene from play, whatever it is, we'd be interested to hear what you have uh, some thoughts on or um, what images might people keep in mind when they think about this theme? Okay. Hmm. So the, the first image that came to mind is a light. And it's boring and it's not pop culture and it's not, <laughs> no. you know, no, it's um, not going to be on TikTok or anything, but it's like, this is what I think of when I think of positivity, it's showing a light where there's darkness and it's, that's what I think of. Um, the other thing I think of is my logo, which is the magnifying glass, because I, like you're Ooh. holding up the mirror to somebody to show them their, their superpowers um, and strengths does that. And, and I look at it like we help you magnify your strengths and mm. the brightness of somebody. Um, the pointiness of the star, like that whole thing's in my logo because I want to yeah. magnify everything that's good in a in a person and help them. Nice. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. 
Now I understand your logo a lot more. Well, okay. and, and I you. always thought it was like the finding it, you know, the search for it as opposed to like the magnifying. So it's that different lens that, that we see these things through. I love that. Yeah. So good. Thank you. Yeah. So good. Maybe if only I could explain it to the world. Right. You know? Well, now, I mean, we're one step closer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Jen, I'm going to, I'm going to pose the question to you. Uh, um, what, what images come to mind for you? Around I immediately, I immediately went to the like glass half full, right? Versus like the glass half empty. Okay. Um, oh, or or you know, like you know the the silver lining in the clouds. Th those were the two that I always I always put paired with positivity because they're what I tend to see out of those who have it. Um, that they always look at life like the glass is half full and not half empty. So, yeah. Nice. How about you, Chad? Do you have any that you so, had in your mind? Yeah. So I this is. It was weird when I it first popped in my head, and I don't know whether this will resonate with people. I am going to go to a pop culture reference, and maybe it's because positivity is number twenty-seven for me. Um, but I oddly thought of Ronald, Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool for the reason that he's had this horrible thing happen to him, but yet he seems to make light of it in just about every scene. And I know that's part who Ryan Reynolds is. And so I thought mm -hmm. maybe if people just want to keep a person in mind, other than our wonderful mm -hmm. guest, Gina, that Ryan seems to have that sort of persona and that and I wouldn't be surprised mm -hmm. if positivity was one of his um, themes. Uh, oh, purely a guess. Cool. Not, what's that? That's really cool. Yeah. I like that. So that was, that was, that was the one I was going to throw out there and see <laughs> if it stuck to anybody. You should send him a, a, an assessment and see. If yeah. <laughs> and when you said Ryan Reynolds, I immediately thought about Ted Lasso. And, mm -hmm. you know, we, yeah. we talked about him last time in Belief, but, you know, that character, um, yeah. he exudes positivity in every way. Yeah. Awesome. No, I think those are great. Yeah. Really great. Okay, so now let's let's switch this. Um, we went from talking about how it shows up for you personally, how how um, you know others could see maybe some of these behaviors of yours in in positivity, and let's switch this now to talk about um, the impact positivity might have on a team, whether that's from a team leader's perspective or a team member. Um, can you share with us? Um, a few ways that you could see that positivity might like pull down a team whether pull like down yeah if i could help jen out with the question yeah, rephrase uh, it. so I, I think it's not so much pulled out because i have obviously picked up on the thread that you know, we don't as gina was joking there is no you know dark side or negativity to this i'm just kidding but i think it's can positivity potentially get in the way of there you go. A, a, of a team success or you know come in strong and maybe not be aware of you know take us take the eyes off the ball on some of the risks that might be coming down the pike or something along that line <laughs> she's blown <laughs> off this question she's like there's no negativity to you positivity I, I don't know because it's not an influencing theme and it's not yeah. a strategic thinking theme like it's a, sure. it's a relationship building theme I you know so I, I've been part I've been part of teams I've led teams and um, I've watched leaders who lead teams with it and I I can't think of a particular example where that could be unless like you were describing the potential toxic part of it mm -hmm. if 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 a leader just really 
doesn't consider any risk and, and just only sees bright side and doesn't slow down to hear their people, that's, that's bad no matter what, right? So um, I, I just think that it, it inspires hope. It doesn't, it doesn't make you make bad decisions. It just sure. inspires hope that there's a bright side note. Even if we make, like the idea of a growth culture is saying we celebrate mistakes. Well, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard to somebody who doesn't, right? Celebrate mistakes because those are opportunities to learn. This is what we're teaching our leaders, right? Celebrate mistakes. Why? Because because we want to gloss over everything? No, because a mistake helps us be better tomorrow. And and so if we if we criticize and we beat people down over their mistakes, then um, it, you're not going to grow and it's not going to improve, right? But if we celebrate the mistake, people will be more innovative. They won't be afraid to be wrong. Um, it's it's powerful and it's not fake and it's not like oh we're just going to focus on what's good. It's it's let's celebrate it from the standpoint that it gives us a chance to be better and learn and and that's what that you know developer wants to constantly <laughs> learn and grow and help people continuously grow. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. We're. We're, Sorry, I can't I, see the bad side well, of that. And, <laughs> Sorry. And, and I asked the question specifically because I I have an experience and have been in an experience with a leader who had positivity high, and they just flat out did not want to hear the bad stuff. We're not talking about it. We're not looking at it. We're going to gloss right over it. We're going to run right past it, and we're only talking about the positive. And yeah. in that case, that leader regularly made people who had questions, who took longer to get on board, who didn't see the path as clearly as, as the leader did with the positivity high, they mm -hmm. really struggled to be part of the team and sure. almost felt completely pushed out by the leader yeah. with the positivity and, un, and, and unheard. And yeah. it's what I heard from you um, when we started talking about the, the potential negative sides or or some things like you said that you needed that pause to really let your your empathy, your developer see the person and hear the pain before we yeah. move on to what the yeah. positive side was. And that and was, hear the risk. Like let's yeah. consider the risk. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's that was, important. And I think that's where I was going, where, where the question was coming from for me, um, especially because I've had that experience and being someone with deliberative high, with belief high, with responsibility high, um, I'm happy to rush right into things with my activator, but we need to make sure it's safe. And, you know, I really do believe people need to be heard, that it's so important for all of us to, to know that we're heard. And in those instances, people were unheard and they were left behind and they were hurt in that moment. So um, for, from me, from my personal perspective with that, um, that's where I saw it, it might've been a little more on the immature side or, or maybe not really quite using the talent and, and learning some of the things that you've learned through using your positivity that you know that, that it could be hurtful if you're pushing past the, the, the hurt yeah. or the, the the hard stuff because we wanted to just see the, the good the good in everything. Yeah. That's a really good example, Jen. Thank you for sharing that. It yeah. it's it's painful. So I, you know, I, I did feel like I wanted to share it because it's I know that's not the intent of, of the person with positivity, that that's never the the intent. We're we're looking at making things better and doing the best and celebrating. So um yeah, it's just missing that other little 
other little piece that you brought to it. So I'm, I'm glad you shared that with us too. So then coming from a positive side then, what is the best contribution um, of positivity with someone as a team leader and someone as a team member? What do you think the best contribution to a team would be? I mean, I think I've already <laughs> described that a little bit, but I, I would have to say hope. Yeah. Okay. Hope for, yeah. you know, a better tomorrow, a better team, a, a better outcome next week, like just seeing um, and providing hope for other people that things can be better. And and again, that growth mindset of, of not instilling the fear of making mistakes and, and you know, we're all imperfect and we're all... Um, we're all going to make mistakes and it's mm -hmm. not that we gloss over them or we hide them or we stake them. We we're all going to make mistakes, but it's, it's looking at a mistake. Like it's an opportunity to learn instead of like, you're a failure and you're an idiot and you messed up. It's, it's like, what can we learn from this and how can we be better tomorrow? And I think that, I think that people who have this talent probably have the ability to do that easier for a team. Yeah. You know? Great. Is that even from a team member's perspective, are they able to, does that does that light shine? Um, you know, like I think so. bright, bright enough. They're the to human the glue at times, off. right? I oh, mean, yes, they're the, the human glue. They're, they're the, the blue themes. They're the human glue, so they help yeah. people stay, you know, yeah, connected and feeling what's good. And you know, I think their their contribution to each other is keeping the uh, keeping the team in a state of hope and, and positive. I mean, I guess I'm going back to the word positive, but I um, like it. showing the light to each other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love that human glue. That might be the next, um, the next image there too. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Like, well, I mean, many blue themes contribute to be the human glue, right? I mean, sure. I, I, um, I even think uh, one of our past guests, uh, Damon Sakakis, uh, mentioned that um, the, bl the blue is glue. So yeah. it's, it's all the it's all the blue relationship building themes that tend yeah, to, to hold those people together. And I think I think you continue to come back to the idea of of hope and um, the idea of uh, not failing, but learning sort of learning forward or leaning forward falling forward yeah. i think that's a quote i've been trying to remember the quote as you've been talking that relates to this i think it's simon sinek is there aren't failures there's just failing forward they're not failing forward, falling forward yeah. you just you're faltering a little bit you understand you know where you bumped yourself and then you you take that lesson forward and that's that's definitely one of the things that um i've heard throughout uh, what you've shared, Gina. So I, I appreciate that. Sure. Um, speaking of sort of, you know, big themes or, or big ideas that we've talked about um, throughout this episode, just as we start to wrap up, I am curious if in addition to your ideas around hope and the idea around not just saying failure, but seeing opportunities to to grow going forward and seeing the the, the brighter side of things, are there any other significant um, sort of key takeaways that you think people should really know about this theme? You know, if we were to say, you know, cut this last five minutes and just make this the sort of intro or, or you know, that, the sound bite for this for this theme, what what are the two or three things that you really think people should know about this theme? Hmm. 
I think it's really important to recognize the difference between a talent and a mood and okay. and distinguish the difference. I really do. I think because it, I've had friends before who said, oh, you're, nobody's that happy. How can you be happy all the time? Doesn't mean people don't have, with positivity, don't have problems. Doesn't mean that they don't have things that get in their way. It's just, it's like we make a quick choice in our mind to think of what's good and to focus on what, what we have, not what we've lost. So I think about my dad, who he lived to be 91. When he passed away a couple of years ago, my mind, I mean, of course, I'm, I was hardly sad and I'll miss him dearly for the rest of my life. But my mind went to how lucky we were that we had him for that long, how many holidays we had, how much time he got to be with my kids, how lucky my kids were that they got to be 20 and still have a grandparent, you know, so that's where my mind went. And I think right away, what, when people have positivity, they, their mind quickly shifts. It's a quick choice. It's a quick choice to what's the bright side. And it's, it's not even something I consciously help, I can, can control or help myself do. Um, it's, this, it's this power to think of what's, what we did have versus what we've lost. Nice. And whether it's a, you know, a problem, you know, the car accident or whatever it is, like, Let's focus on what is, not what was, or, or, or what we missed out on. So I think that's the essence of what positivity is. And by being able to make that quick shift and point it out to other people, it can provide hope for people around you. Oh, thank you so that much, Gina, awesome. for sharing. Yeah, thank it, you. I think just in this in this little episode to get together today, uh, you have, and I'm going to speak for you too, Chad, if you don't mind. Like, I think we've learned a different side of positivity than that we didn't know. Um, actually, getting to dig in thank deeper you. with you and understand more yeah. about where this is coming from and and what you see, and that um, that distinguishing the difference between the talent and a mood. Wow, that's that's huge. Because um, I do think that we all yeah. look at positivity like as like the word. It's the, it's right. a mood and like um, it's this fake thing that doesn't yeah. really yeah yeah right. So I th so I think it's so wonderful that you pointed that out. That you gave us examples that we can understand and and like ah okay, it's not a yeah. mood. It's a choice. So yeah yeah. Thank you so much for for joining us today. It's been sure. wonderful having you with us. Yay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you all so much. It's such a privilege to be back again. So. <laughs> yeah. And so much fun talking to you both and always learned so much by going through this journey. So I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'll just add my thanks because as I said at the beginning, this is number 27 for me. <laughs> and I definitely lead with much more of a deliberative analytical kind of mindset. And I'm realizing uh, that um, A, I need people like you who have positivity in my life. <laughs> Um, but also that when I start to encounter people with positivity and they're, you know, looking at the bright side and I'm going, well, wait a minute, what about all these risks over here? Now I have a much better understanding of their sort of point of view. So mm -hmm. I, I want to say thank you and, and appreciate that. That's, that's a little selfish on me. I hope my list, our listeners are, are thinking about the same sort of thing of, you know, how could, how could somebody like Gina with, uh, with positivity, um, whether it's somebody else in their lives um, that also has positivity, you know, what can they be bringing and, and understand that, that quick mind shift that you were just talking about that quick choice. I, I think that was a really great key takeaway. So um, thank you. I'm going to, I'm going to extend my, my thanks as well. So my pleasure. And thank yeah. you both. Cause it's, you're both great partners for me because you helped me also <laughs> consider risks and really think about what, um, what the potential is of those risks. 
So, you know, and this is why we love strength so much is because we can appreciate what each other brings and, and lean on each other at times that we need it. So anytime you need a little dose of positivity, give me a call <laughs> and um, I'll be leaning on you for your deliberative and helping you make some good decisions in the future. Nice. Nice. Well, we appreciate it. So I get the uh, honors of, of sort of taking us out here. Uh, I know Jen's okay. going to help me a little bit. Um, we're just going to uh, mentioned to our listeners, um, if you've enjoyed this uh, episode with Gina, uh, she was on our belief episode, uh, but we also have uh, future episodes coming. So if you'd like to uh, support us, we encourage you to uh, leave us a comment or review uh, on whichever platform that you uh, listen to us. Uh, we also encourage you to um, offer any comments and, and make sure to also click that wonderful subscribe button, uh, especially in our YouTube channels. Jen and I both have our YouTube where we share this video. Um, and also that remember that you can find us on either Acast or YouTube. So if you'd like the podcast, go to Acast. If you'd like to watch us all um, have this wonderful conversation, check us out on YouTube. Um, yeah. If you want to get in touch with either of us, um, you can find our contact information and ways to reach out uh, on our show notes, as well as if you want to reach out to Gina and get her insight on some things, or maybe want to talk positivity or any of her other top talents, um, or even just want to grow with Gina, you can find her contact information in the show notes as well. So, so come grow with me. Yeah. Come grow with Gina. So I'm Jen Werner of Jen Werner Coaching, encouraging you to be uniquely you. And I'm Chad Ahern from Top Teams Consulting, encourage you to keep playing to your strengths. And until next time, we wish everybody a great day. <laughs>